May 8th, John chapter 5, verses 24 through 47. I, Jesus, assure you, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death into life. And I assure you that the time is coming. In fact, it is here, when the dead will hear my voice, the voice of the Son of God, and those who listen will live. The Father has life in Himself, and He has granted His Son to have life in Himself, and He has given Him authority to judge all mankind, because He is the Son of Man. Don't be so surprised. Indeed, the time is coming when all the dead in their graves will hear the voice of God's Son, and they will rise again. Those who have done good will rise to eternal life, and those who have continued in evil will rise to judgment. But I do nothing without consulting the Father. I judge as I am told, and my judgment is absolutely just, because it is according to the will of God who sent me. It is not merely my own. If I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony would not be valid. But someone else is also testifying about me, and I can assure you that everything he says about me is true. In fact, you sent messengers to listen to John the Baptist, and he preached the truth. But the best testimony about me is not from a man, though I have reminded you about John's testimony so you might be saved. John shone brightly for a while, and you benefited and rejoiced. But I have a greater witness than John, my teachings and my miracles. They have been assigned to me by the Father, and they testify that the Father has sent me, and the Father himself has also testified about me. You have never heard his voice or seen him face to face, and you do not have his message in your hearts, because you do not believe me the one He sent to you. You search the Scriptures, because you believe they give you eternal life, but the Scriptures point to Me. Yet you refuse to come to Me, so that I can give you this eternal life. Your approval or disapproval means nothing to Me, because I know you don't have God's love within you. For I have come to you representing My Father, and you refuse to welcome Me even though you readily accept others who represent only themselves. No wonder you can't believe, for you gladly honor each other, but you don't care about the honor that comes from God alone. Yet it is not I who will accuse you of this before the Father. Moses will accuse you, yes, Moses, on whom you set your hopes. But if you had believed Moses, you would have believed me because he wrote about me. And since you don't believe what he wrote, how will you believe what I say? There are a few things uh, for me personally that are more exciting than seeing someone become a Christian, like move from death to life, as uh, Paul would say in Colossians 1, to watch someone be transferred out of the domain of darkness and into the kingdom of his beloved son. Uh, like, I love that, and yet 
Conversion, as exciting as it is, it isn't the command that we've been given. The command that we've been given is to make disciples or followers of Jesus Christ. So, the, so although we rejoice anytime the Spirit of God opens the heart of someone to believe and they surrender their lives to Him, what we're wanting to see happen, what we give our lives to is disciple-making, longing, praying, hoping for people to become followers of Jesus Christ. And although I think when we talk this way, I think people tend to have this picture of kind of this international adventure where you've got to get on an airplane, you've got to fly to the other part of the world to be a part of disciple-making or missions. And, uh, and, and I want to try to encourage you in this quick little uh, video that, that God has uniquely wired you and uniquely placed you right now where you are to make disciples. And, and although God will call many to hop on planes and go to unreached and go to other countries, for most of us, he's put us right where we are. He's uniquely wired us. He's uniquely placed us. And, and he's invited us into what he will do for us. We need only be obedient and join what he is up to. I've oftentimes described this as God kind of invites us to go to work with him. It's this kind of cosmic go to work with dad day. Uh, and some of the practical ways we can participate in disciple making is one, living a life of of hospitality, opening our home and inviting people into our home as if they were families. Uh, this can be those who are in church with us as we speak life into maybe um, widows, uh, singles, um, th those who are in difficult seasons. This can be unbelievers that we're having into our home. We're just treating them like family. We're just showing them the love that God has shown us. We're showing them the hospitality that God has shown us. We also evangelize. We want to open our mouths and and tell people about the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help people see that a lot of the struggles that they experience are actually sins committed against a holy God and are out of step with God's creative design for them. Uh, and be able to show them, here's the more beautiful way. And the first part of lining up with this beautiful way is to surrender our lives to Jesus Christ as he has paid for these sins, not struggles, uh, and has made a way for us to be reconciled with God. Uh, and then the last thing is just be faithful where you are. And and, and recently at uh, the Village Church, there was a woman who shared her testimony. She has four little boys, uh, stay-at-home mom, and began to just kind of encourage and love the woman who had two little kids next door to her. And, and so when you think about kind of global impact. Most of the times you're not thinking about a, a stay-at-home mom with four little boys, and yet this woman just faithfully loved her neighbor, showed hospitality to her neighbor, began to share the gospel with her neighbor where she was, doing the thing that God had called us to do. And she saw her neighbor give her life over to Jesus Christ. And if you're, if you could consider all of us in all the domains that we're playing in, at work, at home, in our neighborhoods, in the places that we play, carrying with us the hospitality of God, the good news of the gospel on our lips, being faithful where we are. You're looking at a recipe that, that what you see in the Bible leads to the transformation of souls, areas, towns, communities, cities, and ultimately the world. And so let me encourage you to use your life and the days of your life seeking to make disciples of all men and women across all nations on the earth, starting exactly where you are today.